0: Hello, Aaron, and welcome
1: to Top 14.
0: All
1: right, we well, thirty-three subscribers now.
0: Thirty-three. Uh, I think it was on thirty-three last episodes as well, right? It was around 30. thirty-two, I think. Thirty-two. Yeah. I can't remember. See them going. They're going up faster than they go down. So. <laughs> um, biggest headline at the moment, uh, well, definitely in my world and probably your world, is Elon Musk. Buys Twitter, um, sort of. It was in the news for a while anyway. I think it's been for about five or six months now. But he's now officially bought Twitter because he's a
1: chief twit. Yeah, I remember um, when we first started the podcast. This was like big news, and the story was changing every week. And I can't believe it's actually happened now.
0: Yeah, because you had your segment
1: right on talk about Elon every every week every week. Yeah, <laughs> Elon update, but yeah. Yeah. Did you see the video of him bringing the, the kitchen sink into? <laughs> yeah.
0: And he captioned like um, walking into Twitter headquarters like that, sinking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he fired the CEO and a couple of other like high ranked ranking people in Twitter.
0: Yeah. Um, I think he, he
1: fired quite immediately fired the person who
0: canceled
1: Donald Trump off. I think it was Donald Trump. okay. Uh, Donald Trump's allowed back on the platform now, right? I don't know. I know he's not uncancelled people yet, has he? Yeah, I think he's allowed back on the platform. I think he is.
0: All right. You don't have to fact check that. Yeah. Um, uh, Last thing I heard was Kanye's account was there, but it was an inactive account. So, but then I've also heard they've uncancelled, I don't know what what we want to call it, uncancelled, probably. Uncancelled allowed access back to certain people. I think they're doing it. I don't think it's going to be boom, right, everyone's back. I think it's quite a process to take in. Um, he's got a new board in, which are basically there to measure and sort of work out what they're going to do about the problem of Twitter, because Twitter is a yeah.
1: bad It's not making a lot of money, um, which is a big problem for a platform that size It should be making money. So I think he's gonna turn that around. I think he's well I I didn't read it into much detail, but I saw something that he's gonna um introduce like a membership fee for the blue tick.
0: Yeah, so you um, come verified twenty dollars or something a month, I think, if you want the blue tick next to your name. Okay. Or do you think for anybody or just celebrities? I'm imagining you get to the point, I don't know what the point is where you can become verified it must be certain amount of followers or whatever certain stature of person. But I think it's going to be the same as it is now, this is just what i'm guessing it's the same as it is now, but if you want the blue tick then you've got to pay your subscription to have your blue tick.
2: Okay,
1: I think that's a good way to do it.
0: That, well, that was his way of filtering out the bots because there were a lot of bots with blue ticks, apparently. All oh, right. So the only way the bots aren't going to pay to have a blue tick. So yeah, can do, then
1: at least they're profiting from the bots at that point. And a lot of people who already have the blue tick, about like that level of like $20 a month, isn't a massive amount to pay for them. Like a lot of them are already multimillionaires or. Well, yeah, they're using for them. the
0: the Twitter platform to monetize whatever it is they're doing anyway.
1: Yeah, to market themselves. Mm. Mm. So did you um, see
0: uh, Tim Pool's first tweet? No. Have you not heard it?
1: No, nah, I've not watched Tim Pool for a while. I, we must have said it in the podcast. but I've not watched it for a while.
0: Oh, I didn't see it on Tim Pool. Um, I'm not going to say it first. I'm just going to put the picture of it
1: up looking for? That. I know Rogan's gone back on Twitter again. Quite a few people have gone back onto Twitter now, haven't they? Hmm. I've never used. Well, I used to use Twitter when I was younger, but I never really used it. As I was, like, in my twenties, might uh, get back on it.
2: Yeah. To be fair,
0: I want to see what what's going on on that side now, because I've not really used it. It's not. No. It's not really um, attracted me in the same way. Because if you look at social media, it's like. So you've got Facebook, which is the pinnacle to keep in contact with your long distance relatives and friends that live on the other side of the country. But that kind of, from our generation, I think it kind of got replaced by Instagram. And that was your way of keeping in contact with, without actually talking to them. You can see what they're up to, they can see what you're up to. Doing the quick likes, just like a bit of a nudge to say, I still know you're around sort of thing. Uh, but Twitter, not not really like entice me as much.
1: I think Twitter might be good for us, like as a bit of a to get new sources and hear other people's opinions. Yeah, I think it'll be good for so, the channel. Yeah, probably good for the channel if we both start using it a bit more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so as soon, as soon as Elon he found out Elon bought it, he tweeted ivermectin. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> just to see uh, what the uh, <laughs> oh shit funny Tim Pool
1: <laughs> yeah so I think Twitter's going be, gonna to become a bit more like the
2: uh, like how we see Rumble but I think it's still going to
1: have a lot of its normal users on it who haven't, who aren't like too idealistic, like think, Oh, now Elon's boy, I'm moving platform. So it's going to keep like some sane people on, but then it's going to also get the people with outrageous comments back, but then it should. And I think this is what Elon wants. He wants a place where everyone can sort of have these discussions about anybody worried about being canceled. If someone says something crazy, let the people call him out. Don't let Twitter shouldn't be the boss of who gets called out. Should be the people that the side.
0: Yeah, because it was I think it was on breaking points. Um, Crystal was saying. Twitter was referred to as um, sort of like the town center of the Internet, like the town hall, or the, the meeting point of the Internet. So that's where everyone goes to, I don't know, protest or goes to voice their opinions or just to have a chat, or just to meet people, or whatever. And yeah, I think what Elon's planning to do, it's hard to pinpoint what he's planned to do, because I keep hearing so many different things now. He's bought it because it's such big news. The richest man in the world owns one of the biggest social medias in the world. But he's going to make it into more of a sort of hub. So think like we go onto WhatsApp now to chat to someone. I think how he wants it to be is a social media, but you still go in there to use it as you would use whatsapp well instead of using whatsapp, you would talk on there. um instagram post your pictures in there. I think he's trying to make it a hub of everything and obviously with complete free speech and no regulations on what has been on previously
2: yeah so it should it should it's perfect I think it's what society needs at the moment is. You've
1: got two camps, like at the moment. I just both feels it. It should help with the division between both camps because they're in one place and they both can have it out. If that per, if one camp, if someone from one camp does, decides not to be on that platform anymore, then that's their option. But Elon's not the one who's going to dictate whether they can be on it or not.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's the, it's the people's option.
0: And uh, I think it, the biggest point of when. Um, Jack Dorsey had it for me personally was when Donald Trump, an ex-president gets cancelled from a social media site, you've really got to start questioning what kind of control these people have because he potentially could be running for, is he running for president? Is it confirmed
1: or I don't know? Again? Was Jack Dorsey, did he still have a say in it or did he just own like a the majority well, yeah, he wasn't CEO, but I mean,
0: that's where I, I, I don't, I'm not blaming Jack Dorsey for anything. I don't know what was what in that situation, but you can't really be angry at a guy who's built <coughs> Twitter and it expanded into the level it's at with people like Donald Trump using it to obviously do a political campaign Um, on I can't really judge him on his actions of trying to control it because he must have
1: tried to control it in a panic, if it was him. I don't think it's I don't think it was just him making decisions. I think it was like the whole Their Board. The board, the employees. Um like if you look at tech employees, they generally tend to have more like left leaning ideologies than yeah, I'm not comparing it to anyone, but they generally tend to have more left-leaning ideologies. Um, so if the employees are starting to like get riled up about Donald Trump being on Twitter, then it's sort of that culture in your organization like feeds all the way through.
0: Yeah, and then that's the culture which Jack Dorsey's allowed. Obviously, like you've just said, within the tech industry anyway, He, I don't know what his political stance is, but if we're saying he was leaning that way anyway, and then his employees or the board were getting pissed off with comments that were being made, his sort of first solution would have been, okay, let's get removed this, these types of people off the platform without thinking of the actual consequences of their actions, because the world itself, society, definitely in the West, the way it's evolving, like what we've been doing this podcast, like we just said, five months, shitloads has changed within society and culture and all sorts within just them five months. So to have something so big like it's such a big uh, platform for society especially in the west which is ever changing and trying to have control over all these people I don't think he was the right man or that previous board or whoever ran stuff at Twitter I don't think it was the correct way of being handled and I'm not saying Elon Musk's is the correct way either because fuck knows what he's going (laughs) to do
1: but so far from what I can see of it it feels like it's the right way. Um, obviously, we'll see in like a year, year's time to sort of figure out exactly what his plans are with Twitter. Yeah. But, but when you said um,
0: about get, get, we need to go on Twitter, be good for the channel. If he's trying to make this into a hub for everything, he's probably going to because Twitter doesn't really compete, I don't think, with the likes of Meta or the likes of Google um, in terms of. Because obviously, Google's got YouTube, which has shitloads of people on. And Facebook's got Instagram, WhatsApp, and Facebook, which has shitloads of people on. I don't think Twitter's competing in the same way, but I think Elon's bought it to try and compete with these channels. So he'll probably bring something, well, I'm just presuming, he'll bring something equivalent of YouTube onto the Twitter platform.
1: Yeah, possibly. Where a lot of people are getting cancelled off. Uh, YouTube, YouTube,
2: kicked off. It would be a good route for him to go down, but well, that's a bit scary as well because then
0: he's then the master of the people, <laughs> because he's anti great reset, right? He's not a globalist in the sense of what we've been talking about on the channel. He's
2: yeah as,
1: as far as I know he's anti Reason. yeah as far as what we can sort of figure out, and yeah. I'm saying that like with sort of hesitancy that he is a billionaire still, and his actions are seem to be from my perspective that he's Anti great reset and he does things for the people, even though he is a billionaire, but from my perspective, he's a billionaire who I trust more than Jeff
2: Bezos, which he could be the force we need to sort of
1: push against the great reset. He's a man who is the richest man in the world and he's gotten an immense amount of power, a lot more power than we have as individuals, or even just us two put together, more power. Um, so he's somebody that could bring the people together if that's what his intentions are.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we can't sort of um, cross out the fact that he could be anti Great Reset, but he could also be a competitor for the Great Reset. Yeah. One control on his own. Cause- if everything he's building, his whole Mars expedition, the Neuralink, for example, it's all scary shit for one person to have control of. Um, and that's just the way tech's going at the moment anyway. He, he could well be setting up to uh, yeah, compete, and he might be anti-Great Reset because in fact he wants it all. Dogecoin, automobiles, because that's
2: travel technically and then yeah. the neural Neuralink implanted into your brain. That neural link
1: being implanted into your brain is a sketchy thing. <laughs> and now t-
0: CEO of Twitter, it's um, another arm that he's attached to himself with, em- another arm of immense power. Yeah. It's actually quite fucking scary, to be honest.
1: Well, the things I've seen, like he's got open AI, which is all open source artificial intelligence technology, which open source is what we want to see as a population. Like you don't want to see like Google who are closing everything off for their eyes only, whereas we can see it, all the coding and everything how everything's
2: coded, like the people can see it and they can call it out if anything malicious in there. So Yeah, because what do we get off? Like Google I said, all, like, we, all we get off is, is
0: a, a, a privacy statement or a terms and conditions that we gotta tick up. Yeah.
2: Like
1: he talks everything he says sounds good to the average person, like to people, but his actions are also seem to be the right thing as well. So from what I've seen of him, like he's got say 100 my trust but he's got more of my trust than anybody else in that position in the position he's in
0: yeah in the the global elite sort of tech titan
1: yeah um and i was having a discussion with someone the other day and basically i said we're talking about politicians and rishi
2: i said like they talk the talk but the actions never prove anything to me Their action's
1: always the wrong way, or they do something to better themselves or better the people around them, but there's never anything for the people. So I said, once I start seeing their actions, actually things they do that win me over rather than the words, then I'll start believing in that leader. Yeah, 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 yeah. So based on that, like very simplistic. Way of looking at it from Elon's actions, he's got my sort of belief. And I hate him more, like people don't like him for certain things, and people love him. I wouldn't say I love the guy, but I, def- I don't, definitely don't hate the guy. And I think we're all humans anyway, so we, people make mistakes and say the wrong thing here and there. But nobody's perfect, are they? So.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a good comparison comparing them to what's in power at the moment and definitely Rishi Sunak or even Joe Biden. These people just lie and lie and lie. And we were saying it on the last podcast I think, they've lied for so long and they lie so much that it's now accepted that these guys aren't telling the truth and everyone just sort of sits back and sits back and like, well we know they're not telling the truth, but What do we? Everyone's like, what do we
1: do? There's no, there's no other options. But there is other options. We just need to actually look into them. In the conversation as well, I had like the scary thing was is like because we're so used to people lying, and where everyone, everyone's sick of it. Everyone's sick of it. No one really does anything about it. But then if a leader came along, like Elon, who took advantage of that. He could easily take advantage of that, do a few actions
2: that win the people over. And then next thing you know, he's got a massive following. And
1: yeah, like the worry is he's got then got too much control where he's basically Yeah. Like we we in the discussion, like we we was talking about Hitler and how he came in after World War One, sort of saved the German economy made the German, like, got all the German people on side. And then it just took a dark turn after that. Which could easily happen, I think, with our population today. Because we're going through such a hard time. All it takes is that one person to come along and be be the man of the people. But how do you know when that man of the person gets in power, he's got the right intentions once he's obtained all that power? So that's something that, like, you need to be like careful of, I guess, or wary of.
0: Sceptical about everything because it's not, it's not a small thing what's happening with these people because a lot of power rides in their hands. So, and people do change. I mean, we always sort of look and congratulate people who have sort of been bad in their life and suddenly they hit 40, 50, sort of mid and then sort of find God, or they change for the better, but there are still people who genuinely start out good, and they turn bad, that happens, people change, people evolve for better or for worse, just depending on what their life experience, what's on their life path, so yeah, we do need to be sceptical about everyone. Um, but one thing about the Twitter purchase, which sort of backs up the fact that the government didn't want him to buy twitter it took what six months for him to actually buy it he had the money the money was there he was like just take the money and i'll have twitter but no the government decided actually we need to look into this guy and try and find they did a full investigation right to try and find dirt on him
1: i'm not 100 sure
0: what happened Uh, so well yeah i think within the process of him buying Twitter, a lot of the global elites, the governments, everyone that sort of deals with the world's workings was real, pretty much all against him buying Twitter. Um, so that I think I'm not hundred percent sure this might just be something I've heard, which might not be right or wrong. I've just heard this. They launched an investigation on him to try and find dirt on him, anything to try and stop him from buying Twitter, which led me to believe, okay, it's been five months. That's a thorough investigation. If they have done one, and for them to not find anything on him, to let the transaction go ahead, must mean he's must be
1: quite a fairly clean guy, right?
2: Yeah.
1: If that investigation went ahead and they didn't find anything, um, I didn't see any like negative news coming out about him over the past five months. I don't think. Trying to think back to the past five months. I'm
0: trying to find things about any negative news at all. I mean, there's been that scandal about him getting a massage or something. Oh yeah, that was... Uh... That was closer when he was buying Twitter, right? Yeah, that... That, was,
1: that was about uh, April time.
0: Because, uh, shit, you know, the media companies, as in mainstream media, would not want that transaction to go ahead.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't. So They
0: would have been trying to do some slander in that sense. Uh, maybe that's why that came out, but it's nothing aggressively harsh that he's been doing that's
2: negative, which has come out anyway. And, I'm... and these guys find dirt on anybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, anyone can find dirt on anyone, you know, like
0: just random people sat on their computers. Yeah. And Do some thorough research and find
1: some crazy stuff out about people. <laughs> But um, I was listening to Rogan today and he put on um, this day in the life of a Twitter employee. <laughs> I think this is what uh, Elon's. So if you try to find the clip, I think it's a TikTok.
2: I think this is uh, the kind of culture that Elon's going to try and uh, get rid of. It looked more like a holiday camp than a workplace. Is it
1: one of these two?
3: That top one, I think, as a Twitter employee. So, this past week, went to SF for the first time at a Twitter office, badged in. Honestly, took a moment to just soak everything in. What a blessing! Also, started my morning off with an iced matcha from the perch. Then, I had a meeting, so quickly scheduled one of these little pods rooms which were so cool they're literally noise canceling took my meeting got ready for a bunch look how delicious this food looks oh my goodness i was so overwhelmed then made my way down to this log cabin area i don't know what this is but it was really cool played some foosball with my friends to kind of unwind a bit um also found this really cool meditation room that i thought was super neat um i didn't do any yoga but they have this yoga room if you are a yogi so also thought that was really cool um had a couple more meetings in the afternoon had a ton of projects that we needed to knock out say hi to my teammates um <laughs> went to the went to the library to kind of get some more work done obviously had to have our afternoon coffee so made some espresso and then before we for the day, had some red wine. Um, that's on tap. Went up to the rooftop and just honestly enjoyed the beautiful weather. So awesome trip!
1: <laughs> it's not a lot of work. Is it like a weekend?
2: It like reminded week.
1: me of, you know, if
0: you're like in uni and you've got a uni project on. Yeah, <laughs> you just piss around for most of the day and then just fit elements of work around pissing around. That's what he reminded me. That's of. what it
1: looked like, uh, exactly. <laughs> so he's come in and just sacked shitloads of people, hasn't he? Yeah, because of that that kind of culture I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because it wasn't
1: make, making any money was paying his staff like God knows how much, like some engineers are on a hundred K plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were high, high paid. But
0: um he he's very much his work culture is like fucking working. Everyone needs to come in and work work, 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 work. It's all about like, if you don't work, then nothing's going to, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to evolve, which is completely right. Yeah.
1: Which is yeah, how it should be. Like, you can't just be going around like. No. Well, he's not, he's trying to run, it's a, it's a fucking massive project, like running something
0: the size of Twitter. So like, imagine we're just trying to do a YouTube channel. Like that takes a lot of work to do. So imagine that's like fucking seven million fold doing. Yeah, people. And then look
1: off. at this guy, he's, he's running Tesla, he's running now, he's running SpaceX, like three massive projects and then that's not even mentioned like Boring Company, not the other like smaller things that he's doing. And when I say smaller, like Boring Company is pretty big. But, yeah, um, in, in comparison
0: to his other projects, the small way. Yeah. They're, re, re, realistically, they're fucking massive. I don't space. know how he
1: does it. How does one guy manage all this stuff? He's an alien,
0: man. He must. <laughs> what was it you? I was talking to. I was talking to someone. Um, was having this conversation about Elon, saying. Think about everything he does right, and it's all for, the betterment of society. Even this adds into it as well. He's just bought Twitter. He's trying to make everything renewable. He's trying to get to Mars. They're saying like he, he's maybe not an alien, but he might have been abducted by aliens and they might have given him the blueprints to how to solve the world. They might have seen the world in the future and said, this is how you solve the problems in the world to stop it from going to, or someone's traveled back from the future, or he might have traveled back from the future and found blueprints of how
1: to solve. The way he behaves as well, it looks like
2: you get a feeling that he's not human. Right. Like... Just the way he behaves and his awkwardness.
0: He he does all of this stuff, right, which you've just gone over, these massive projects. But yet when he was on the Rogan podcast, he didn't seem stressed. He didn't seem Yeah. I could imagine just running fucking Tesla would be stressful as fuck. But no, he's doing all of this shit and yet he's tweeting like he's just chilling filled out life. There's no stress involved in his life. But yet yeah, he's doing these massive projects which are growing at like a
1: super fast rate. Yeah, running Tesla's a full time job in itself. Never yeah. mind sending rockets into space. Starlink as well. Starlink. And now he just bought Twitter. And he walks into Twitter HQ for the up. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I think the biggest troll on the internet has just bought the biggest social media, one of the biggest social media platforms on the internet.
0: Chief tweet. Uh, <laughs> chief
1: tweet. Um,
0: yeah, I don't know. See how it pans out. I think we should keep this segment in and follow him on his journey of Twitter. Too.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm definitely going to uh, get my uh, Twitter account back. Yeah. Uh, Follow some of the right people on
0: it. Yeah, so follow us guys on Twitter. We'll leave our Twitter links in the description below.
1: And um, yeah, should give us some more discussion pieces Twitter as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then we can build a community. We'll have an alternative uh, Twitter page eventually. And we'll do our personals as well. Uh, but, yeah, another thing that I've, I wrote a few things on, but one of them which I saw was someone analyzed Twitter and found 90% of tweets on Twitter come from only 10% of the users. So that either shows there's a massive balance problem on the platform or it's just absolutely saturated with bots. Mm. Um, so I think that's something he's wanting to get rid of the bots. Right. Yeah, I think he wants to deal with the bots, and I think he wants to try and sort the balance problem out, and that's where I think if he's taken it into this hub mode, where you're not just talking to a wider group, you can talk to smaller communities, it will get more people interacting on the on the actual app, and I think he's trying to fix that problem by... Isn't that what Reddit's like? Yeah, I guess he's must be trying to do something similar to, like not just Reddit, but multiple different... Things that work out there and implement them all the it. I think he's the richest guy in the world, and he's just bought. I like you use Reddit. I like Reddit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's hard not to use Reddit because whenever you've got something that you want to read up a little bit more on, or just check opinions on, if you just Google it, boom, Reddit's first.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: and you get like genuine opinions as well. Not do you, do you know when you're looking for like a review on something? Um, sometimes you go on Google or Amazon, and it's all like it's just weird reviews, like. I don't know if i trust them 100 but then when you go on reddit like you get people's genuine yeah genuine because on yeah.
0: youtube and stuff people are paid uh paid to leave them reviews right
1: yeah so i use reddit for like that kind of stuff yeah it's like if i'm on youtube watching a review of something i would
0: take more from the comment section of the review than i would from the actual reviews yeah i'm gonna say
1: because <laughs> that's like a r- little reddit zone right yeah exactly because you're getting a uh, genuine Actual people aren't being paid to do anything. You just want to add a bit of content or yeah, add their, add their two pence. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Whereas on YouTube, yeah, everyone's just paid and then Amazon's full of fake reviews. Yeah.
0: I'd like to see how Twitter evolves though, and pans out. I think, yeah, it's definitely a good idea getting back on it and seeing how it works.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting, obviously, next year. Mm. Um. Be interesting before the uh, US elections as well, like the big the main election
0: He probably have done um trump yeah i just checked by the way fact checked you um yeah trump's not yet been uncancelled he's not been uncancelled yet no not yet um have you uncancelled anybody yet yeah they've uncancelled people but it's no one of a massive caliber i think they're just uncancelling they're obviously doing some sort of filter and going through people and
1: just working He'll it do it when the news of him buying Twitter has died down a bit to then spike his, like, the name Twitter back up again. Yeah. Cancelled Donald Trump and Kanye West or something. Yeah, he's not an
0: idiot, so he's obviously got a plan, but at the same time, he, uh, yeah. But then Trump might not even want to come back on Twitter.
1: Yeah, because he's got that true social, but. Yeah. I, I reckon he will come back on if he wants to go up for election again, he's going to have to go on Twitter. Yeah. It'd be massive for his campaign. Mm.
0: Uh, Right. Do you want to go over your article?
1: Yes, I do want to do my article. All right. So, um, work at Exodus. So this is from the South China Morning Post, um, work Exodus, COVID-19 lockdown in world's largest iPhone factory hit Apple supply chain in China. Um, an unknown number of workers have fled the iPhone production plant run by Foxconn Technology Group in uh, <laughs> Zen, Zenzhou as COVID 19 cases flare. Um, at least 10% of the global iPhone production capacity is affected by the situation in the Zen, Zenzhou campus, one analyst said. Um, so, I don't know if many of you already know. I don't know if, do you know much about what's going on in China? Stockholm?
0: Uh, yeah, bits and pieces. I'm not very connected with it as I was.
1: Basically, it's got this zero COVID policy. Yeah. Um. So they're still in 2022 um, locking down cities, um, due to COVID cases, which I just think's. Pretty fucking insane considering where the rest of the world's at at the moment. Um, if you just scroll up a bit, come I'll read a bit more. As well. um, an excess of panicked workers fearing COVID-19 lockdown and infections in the world's largest iPhone factory in cent- central Chinese city, Zenzhou could slow the production of Apple's flagship device in the coming months. Um, there's been video clips circling on social media showing some fleeing the compound on foot and walking in fields and highways because public transport in the city was suspended due to COVID-19 controls oh my goodness uh so Foxconn they put on some um transport for these people who are fleeing and to put them into a quarantine zone uh if you scroll down Yeah, Foxconn has set up seven pickup points for workers leaving the campus, according to the company's latest notice. Uh, Local authorities in other cities in Henan, where many Foxconn workers come from, have also rushed to arrange coaches to take people home. Um, They're moving them to a local quarantine and reception centre. But Because of these lockdowns, these people were basically having to so set wake up in their dormitories which are on on site, you have to walk the exact same route to where they work, go to work for twelve hours, and then walk the exact same route back to their dormitories and they couldn't like mix and mingle around and stuff. So it's basically like a bloody prison camp where they just need to work. Um, that's just to try and get rid of the uh, or try and reduce the amount of COVID infections within the work, within the plant, within the uh, factory. So, do you know much on
0: whether like their numbers, like are they, are the numbers going down or going up, or what with COVID infections? Yeah, in general, because if they're
1: still acting in this manner and they start having an impact, then what the hell are they doing? It doesn't make any sense to me like what's going on, but like, I can't, I'm trying to like work it out in my head. I can't figure it out what China's ones are for this. Like it just makes no sense. Because what's
0: the US's responses? Because obviously if this is bottlenecking, um, iPhones, so there's going to be a problem with iPhone shortages in the U S
1: just before Christmas as well, what are the,
0: are the, are the U S like they surely must have some sort of reaction to what's being caught, like the shortages causing down the economy. So, like, this is what I didn't get from sort of quite early on with COVID, well, not early on with COVID, but early on since we came out of COVID recovery in the West, China never really did any like anything to come out of it. But most of our goods are from China, like there's fuck all that the West really make everything's China or India or whatever countries, um,
2: in that side of the world, but how, how can we survive when
0: this type of stuff's happening? Because we're so reliant on their products, their production. What's the answer for the West? Like we need to. I mean, I guess there's a big. Uh, people are speaking a lot about we need to start bringing stuff home and making stuff yeah. in the US or. Well,
1: know. I know Apple, they aren't as heavily reliant on Chinese workers anymore because they think they've opened up factories in India, Vietnam, I think maybe in Brazil as well. So anywhere else they
0: can get cheap labor.
1: No yeah, so they're trying to sort of very where they get it. So it's not all just one if China shut down then no iPhones can come out. But they're trying to like spread it out a little bit more. So if something happens you know something happens in India then they've still got three other countries they can rely on. Um but China been in and out like different cities have been in and out of lockdown all year. I've not
2: really noticed a massive supply chain issue with Goods, but I don't really buy much goods anyway. So, but I don't know. I don't know where it leads to. It's, it it doesn't make any sense. that I'm still treating COVID as if it's just going to kill
1: everybody.
0: In facts, I can sort of. This is like stretching quite far, though. The only thing I can... All right, so you've got the West who have been through lockdowns and all of that stuff, and then China are still in that same mindset at the moment of people need to be locked down. We sort of equated a lot of the lockdowns to the elites trying to gain more control over the population, which we know China are very good at doing. So the only thing I can sort of point this to is They're just going to continue doing this, continue doing this until it becomes a norm to have lockdowns. So they're just trying to normalise lockdowns in their country. This is what it seems like from an outside in point of view. Um, It just looks like they're just trying to make it a normal thing for lockdowns. So if anything happens, they're just absolutely bleeding COVID dry just to make it normal for everyone. So if anything else happens in the future, think about boom lockdown, lockdown, you lot of protesting, you're going to go on lockdown. You lot of doing this go on lockdown
1: yeah try and normalize desensitize them to lockdowns yeah i'm used to it
0: Mm. which is kind of where people were pointing at with the west because we had the covid lockdowns to decrease the spread of something which we found was just there was a lot of bullshit smoking around the subject And it just, everyone's lost trust in it from the West where I don't know what the citizens of China feel about it, if they're scared or what the propaganda on it's if it's worked over there or not, but people have lost trust in so many elements
1: of the West that it doesn't work. I spoke to my mates, um, from China. So for those of listeners who don't know, I went, I lived in China for a year when I was at uni, um, so I still got a few mates there and I was speaking to them about three months ago and when I told one of them I had COVID twice, he was like, he was shocked because he generally thought it was like really dangerous and maybe I'm spreading misinformation, like what do the Chinese government will class as misinformation in China, but um, I was like, now I'm all right. Like you just get through it. I said, it was just like a bit of like a bad flu. Said this is like I'm still young, like it's fine. And he was like, "Oh, like you thought, I, I, he thought we were crazy, like over here because we don't care about COVID anymore." And there, it's like constantly lockdown, open up, lockdown, open up.
0: Yeah. So it does seem that way that they're just trying to implement these lockdowns as a
2: norm. Yeah, they're. The Chinese population are pretty brainwashed. Um, I'd rather brainwashed or scared. Maybe both.
0: Yeah, probably both. I mean, to be scared of something which, I don't know, we're looking at it from our point of view, but to be scared of something which, I mean, they're still stuck in the same phase that we were in. Do you remember first when Boris Johnson came on BBC to say work from home? Stay at home and all this shit. I was quite scared. I think most people were quite scared because there's a lot. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like there's something that I've not experienced in most people's lifetimes. We're all like shit, man, Stay at home. This is bad. This is bad. And then as time progressed, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, you fucking dickhead. He's having parties and shit and not locking us down. Um, they they must still be in that phase of shit. <laughs> the one that we were in because that's a it was a harsh time like it was a a weird time to be i had weird feelings going to it because it was a lot of uh you hear about in history all these plagues and all these crazy um illnesses that wiped out so many people so you start thinking of a lot they must still be in that mindset now because their propaganda their uh, media is quite uh controlled right
1: yeah it's all controlled by a lot more you controlled they, than
0: ours is because we've got platforms. Well, do, do they have YouTube in China?
1: They got we, Weibo, I think it's called Weibo. Yeah, so it's a Chinese... Um... No, that's not the Chinese YouTube. But you don't have the... Really, but they do have a Chinese equivalent to YouTube. Yeah, but they
0: don't have the YouTube that we've got. No. sites uh, like Rumble and stuff, which is not censored at all. They don't have... this. They've only got like their news, which the government obviously give them. So imagine we only had like BBC news and we only had the government telling us what's going on.
3: We would be
0: shit scared right now. It's only because we've got people like Joe Rogan, uh, Russell Brown, people that can actually speak up because we've got this so-called free speech um, that we desensitise ourselves from the COVID scares. They haven't, they're still well and truly locked in and that's, uh, yeah, it's fucking scary, man, to see China still going
1: through this because there's a lot of people there. And um, oh, I was going to bring this up. I chose one of my articles, but I completely forgot about it. Um, cause I was listening to it the other day, basically the, um, president G he's I was, I was going to do some more research and so I completely forgot, um, but I think what's happened in China, like um, some massive, um, like some big scale things happen in the political scene, where Xi has managed to gain more power within the uh, CCP. Um, and there's a video that came out of uh, Xi's predecessor, and Obviously because he's the predecessor, he still holds quite, quite a powerful position within the CCP, because he used to be the leader of it. Um they're sat in, have you seen the picture of the place where they all like sit around with yeah, the big thing? The big asshole. Yeah. So they're sat in there and she's there, His predecessors on the left hand side of him and then there's probably 10 other men like sat along there. And then there's a big conference going on, and then two security guys come up to G's predecessor, he's sat right next to him, um, start talking to the predecessor and basically telling him he needs to go. And he looks like fucking confused as fuck on his face, like he doesn't know what's going on. So they pick it like they like they grab him like up and then walk him out, and then he's trying to like say something to G. And she's just like got blank like not like responding to him. And he turns to the guy on the right, who's supposedly a supporter of him, and just smiles at him. But that guy's like looking like dead forward, like he doesn't want to make any eye contact with what, he doesn't want to know what's going on. And he's just looking like straight black, like proper dead face, just looking forward like that. And then you're walking past 10 other guys and they're all just like, they're like, you know, like scared, like looking just straight.
0: Yeah, trying to not show any emotion.
1: Yeah, not showing any emotion, just, Blank faces, just all of them, not even acknowledging what's going on. What the fuck? Like, I saw that video. It's it's pretty fucking scary. much okay. what's it? The video called? Well, what, um, would you, what would you search for it? I don't know. She's predecessor being... being
0: escorted out. Here we go. Yeah. Sinister. Yeah, it's mental. This room that they um that they that they uh. These conferences all over it. Now, let's talk about China briefly. So, anti Xi oh. Jinping posters, a predecessor being escorted out. Have a look. Here we go. Um, this was Xi Jinping's pre- predecessor, finds himself on the wrong end of He's
3: sitting next to Xi. He's sitting Xi. next to Xi Jinping. And Xi uh, grabs and the, the goons papers. come in,
0: and he's gone.
3: And at the very end, before the Goons drag him away, he says something to G. G. And I would pay any amount of money to know what he said. (laughs) I wonder if he said... You, they'll well, come, they, they, they'll come, come for you, Nate. too. Yeah. <laughs> they'll come for you, too. No one's safe. So this
1: was Hu... Hu Jintao.
2: Hu Jintao. And how yeah.
1: long was he in power for?
2: Uh, I'd have to take that one on notice. But um, but uh, so, so, so this is really fascinating because, you know, the, it's so rare that we see any sort of glimpse into what's going on in China. We're sitting here, nobody really outside of the people
0: in this room and not even a lot of them know really what's happening. But the appearances of this is utterly, you know bizarre and strange, especially because in all of the oh,
2: shit. broadcast packages that the Chinese government go. had out. put out.
0: I'm going to turn these guys off to sound.
2: Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> it's weird how something, because this is quite a small thing, right, really, like if this happened in England or whatever, you'd just be like, but because it's China, you're like, what the fuck? They would not make that public.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's that, and... I don't think, I don't know. Could you see that happening in the UK without having an actual explanation behind it?
0: Mm. They would,
1: uh, yeah. Does no one know what the reason was for it? I think on the video, oh, I can't remember why it said. They they came out of an explanation, but it wasn't very, it was proper, some bullshit. You can tell it was bullshit.
2: This footage has been banned in China. It was halfway through the the meeting as well. It's been smuggled out of China this 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 thing. Oh shit, man. The top comment is every record
0: has been destroyed, falsified, every book rewritten, every picture has been repainted, every statue and street building has been renamed, every date has been altered and the process is continuing day by day, minute by minute, history is stopped, nothing exists except an endless present in which the party is always right. Hmm. Do you know where that's from? Of
1: I do. <laughs> 1984, if anyone's not read it. Re- yeah,
0: people need to read 1984, because the whole way through that book I was just thinking two things, I was thinking, shit man, this is not China now. And then the second thought was, "Shit, man, this is coming here. <laughs> this is gonna start happening here soon." Oh yeah, decided um, it's a health issue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it look like? a health issue.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Maybe I should have said that before uh, the video because it would have given you a bit more uh, context. because context, he wouldn't just be trying to speak to G if he had if he was going in for health issues.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they would just get up and if he, yeah, he
1: obviously didn't agree with the reason why he's been taken out. Well, mm. oh, yeah. China's interesting, man.
0: Yeah. Um, right, do you want to move on
1: to the yes. next segment? Cause I think it's quite a juicy one. Here's a good one. Um, so we had a bit of a debate a few months ago. In the pub after a few beers, <laughs> but it's something I wanted to discuss with camera uh, more sober and more like when you're not under the influence and can talk with more sense.
2: So you had like you're quite strong about your thoughts on being an atheist, whereas I
1: was coming from a different perspective where I used to be atheist, but now I fall into the agnostic. Camp where so I'll explain why I think why I've changed my
2: thoughts and become agnostic is because I don't think I can be may have an opinion that, I, that God or
1: um, firstly, I, I don't know, I'm still unsure on how to define God and secondly
2: i can't say that this higher being doesn't exist because there's no evidence it does exist but there's also no evidence it doesn't exist
1: so from that sort of perspective i don't think
2: i can call myself atheist because how does anybody know So uh, I just want to know
1: why well, you're atheist. Yeah, I think that's not like, like my yeah. main like that's my main thinking behind it all. You know what I've just thought as well on the channel. Well, we've disagreed with little things. I don't think we've ever had anything
0: that we pure. I, I guess purely disagree on. But I get. I, I understand where you're coming from. But <laughs> it
2: feels like some fucking high level debate now. Basically, um. I think I don't. I don't believe in in God because. I, I, first of all, I'd like to say,
0: I would like to have. A, I would like there to be a God. I would like there to be proven that there is a God, and we can believe in the God, and we know that there is a higher power. I would like that, hundred percent. But I can't believe in something that, just does, that I have no evidence whatsoever that exists, and I know what you're saying, like. There's no evidence of it and to believe in it is um, what? what. So like to believe in it is is good because you don't know it doesn't exist. So, yeah, you don't know it doesn't exist. So you believe
1: in it. I don't believe it. I'm not saying I believe in God. Oh, no. I so You don't and, know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I I, that's what I'm saying. Like There's no evidence. There is a God and there's no evidence there isn't a God. So how can I have an opinion on something? There's no nothing backing up. Yeah. So you don't know, but but then, oh go on. <laughs> but I
0: know, so when you say, like, when I say I know, this is what I know, because I can only believe in what I know. And I know that there isn't a God because I've never been, it's like saying, um, I, I don't know if my TV is 50 inch or 60 inch, but there's, I've never been introduced to a 60 inch before. I would only
1: No, But you've been introduced to a tape measure.
0: That's probably the shittest analogy that I could have. Yeah,
1: that was pretty ago, bad
0: actually. It's just because I saw a TV in my camera then. But because it, the thing doesn't it doesn't exist. There's no way I can believe
1: in it. I would like to believe in something. And um, I'm yeah, But I, yeah, go on. Margaret is not to believe in it. My argument is to.
0: Believe there is one.
1: You my argument is sort of why do you feel so strongly that there isn't one like to say there isn't one when you don't know if there is one or there isn't that's sort of my argument yeah. to you isn't it's not i'm not saying no oh, you like why do you not believe in well that's sort of your thing like your point of view is you don't believe in god i'm sort of asking how can you be so certain that you can put full stop on it
0: yeah i get what you're saying it's like um You've, let's say you've never tried Coca-Cola and someone says, do you like it?
2: You're agnostic to Coca-Cola because you don't know if you like it or not. Right? Yeah, I'm just trying to see where you're going. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but do you get that statement? So
1: let's say my friend Derek
0: says, drinking some Coke, and he goes, oh, do you like Coke, mate? And I say, oh, I don't know. I've never had it. I'm agnostic to trying his coke Coca cola <laughs> uh,
1: don't do a Rishi uh, Sonak <laughs> that
0: video of him dancing <laughs> and um so yeah fair enough in that sense I'm agnostic because I've never tried coca before but I know it fucking exists because he's got it in his hand if someone says do you believe in God I can't say I don't know because I don't because that yeah, in there's no such thing as a God. In my head, there's actually no such thing as a God because it's just something someone said once upon a time. And I'm back. I'm, I'm with um, Ricky Gervais, I don't believe 100% with everything that he talks about, but where he says, do you believe in Sioux Fairy? Oh, I don't know. No, you don't. It's just something someone fucking made up. Mm-hmm. And that's what God is, right? But I'll tell you what my belief is. I do want to believe in God and I've studied um, Jordan Peterson quite a lot. And I remember when I first read it or tried to read his book the first time, I stopped reading it because of how much sort of um, how much he sort of referenced the Bible in it. But obviously, as I got older and matured, I started looking into and I believe a lot of what Jordan Peterson says. So as I got as I matured and started looking into Jordan Peterson more, I believe a lot of what he says. And I want to believe that there's a God because he does, if that makes sense, because he's such a big role model to me. But that's one thing I can't connect with. Like, I don't believe this thing. There's no way of believing in it because it's actually non-existent. It's just, it's like you've what? just spoken a word into the atmosphere. It doesn't
1: mean what I think would be a good, like,
2: task in this debate is how how do you define God. Non-existent. Like, no,
1: for something you don't believe in, what is it you don't believe in? Do you know what I mean? Like, how are you looking at God to say you don't believe in it? Um, well, let's we'll break it down into segments, right?
0: We could probably both agree there's not a man that sits on the clouds. Hmm. Yeah. The fucking blast at you with his hand. That doesn't sound right. And then if you want to go a little bit further and say, okay, when you die, your soul lives on into, I don't know, you go meet God or I don't know, whatever happens there, there's another connectivity there. I don't believe that because it'd be, I mean, it'd be nice if that does happen, but let's be real, like the way life has tra- treats people, like there's no such thing as happy endings. <laughs> That's a very depressing thing to say, but, At the end of it, there's no such thing as happy ending. So I I, I get why people think there is a God. And I get why people believe in it because what's the point of all this if not for that? Which I get. And I fully understand. And one thing I'll say about Jordan Peterson, which I 100% agree with, is he's used God to better his life. And I 100% think. Yeah, a lot of
1: people do that.
0: Yeah. If people want to use God um, as a persona of do good, the Bible's written down heaven or hell. If you want to think if you are living in earth, which is heaven and hell right now, and if you do good things, you'll go to heaven. You won't go to heaven. You will live on heaven, on earth. If yeah, that
1: means everything's positive. So going back to how to define God, it's something like I've thought a lot about because I feel like you need to be able to define it to believe, to believe in it so it's something i've like thought about like look at religions like this
2: a lot of them preach how to live a good life and a lot of it, it makes sense like it,
1: basically what john peterson's done is use religious texts to
2: find morals in life which is what religion teaches people. And I'm not saying like God is the creator and
1: he made the world and is the creator of all these things that we're seeing today.
2: But. My sort of thinking is where has this knowledge come from? And when you look back at like
1: ancient civilizations, there's so much shit that can't be explained. And A lot of even mythological legends say things came down from the sky, and God came from the sky, or God lives up there in the sky. So it's met, and it sounds a bit conspiracy. I I know what you. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. Could it not have been like? There's a underlying message there that we've been visited in the past in ancient times, from like by aliens who have passed on their knowledge to us. Yeah, and it's been turned into a religion and passed on. Like this is an idea, like, I'm not saying I believe it, but it's trying to make logic out of something that's quite illogical. I believe in aliens. So yeah, that's what I'm saying though, like a higher being.
0: No, but I don't I wouldn't necessarily say they're a higher being though. I would say I believe in aliens as in, there's probably a planet out there somewhere which inhabits... All right, the...
1: do you think yeah. planet, this planet's been visited by aliens? um <laughs> i'm just trying to make sense of like the books because a lot of it points back to the sky maybe in ancient times you just had a lot of understanding from the sky and a lot of mystery about it so they sort of developed these stories and said like god lives lives in the sky because the stars the sun the moon it all makes the world go around right well, it doesn't make it well go around, but well, they, yeah, they, they
0: would say, I don't know what civilization
1: it is, but they believe the sun is God because. Yeah, because the sun comes up every day, helps plants grow, feeds the planet. Yeah, Um. basically it's the life source of the planet, right? Yeah.
0: But if the sun wasn't I'll there,
1: everyone everything would die real quick.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with uh, the rain. But one thing I'll say is like. I've just said I believe in, and I said I thought this when I said it, I believe in aliens, right? Even though there's absolutely no proof that there's aliens even exist, but the only reason I believe in aliens is probably because it's like a more of a probability thing. If it's correct what the scientists say, that the, the world is ever expanding or whatever, the universe, sorry, is ever expanding and there's like replications of this, then I'm thinking Right, if were one Earth, which there could be tens of millions of them, then the probability that there is other life forms out there is probably higher than the probability that you there's a higher being that controls or whatever the fuck you want to say. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like I get, I, but uh, yeah, I've got a few um things that I want to say though about God is like. I Would like to believe that there is a god. I would like there to be, even if there's a glimmer of there's a god that will let me latch on to being able to believe in something like because uh, I envy the um, sort of belief that people have within religions. Because, albeit like a lot of them uh, start wars and stuff, which isn't spreading love or positivity at you that's killing another human being. Like, I would love to cling on to religion as some. Or, something to believe in. Maybe that's why I'm so like devoted to doing a channel like this um, about what, I would say, real things are. But <laughs> um, well, one thing like, thinking back to like the Bible and all of these previous uh, civilizations and Jesus and all of this stuff, is like, think about the world that we live in now, and let's say the government or the higher powers, let's just say, for example, how much fucking corruption and shy do they do imagine like going back millions and millions of years, or however many years ago to or where, even when the bible was written that people you can't fucking believe people because everyone talks out of their ass to try and better themselves and look better in front of people and yeah i'm jesus i'm like god sent me no you fucking didn't like you're just trying to brainwash like people who are Less intelligent, and the only thing I can think of with when I look at religion and people that devote their whole life to something is like, so just the way humans are to say is is you believe something which you don't even know is true. It's the same thing in today's day. People believe what's on the news because they're told it. The same way kids believe in the tooth fairy. The same and religions. Um, yeah, naivety. Yeah, like this is the Bible teaches all these Christians, there is a God. And now they're all like, there's a God. But I think they've got the wrong end of the stick with the Bible because the Bible's basically saying heaven is on earth. You just need to like, you are everyone. It's
1: how it's interpreted, isn't it? And I I, I think I, I definitely agree with you that when you die, you die and heaven is on earth. And if you follow these, the guidelines from, the teachings in the bible like the good morals and then you're going to create heaven on earth but if you go against them and you sin then you're going to create hell on earth. um so there is a lot of like truth in in the in the book but then there's also it's been it's told in a in stories which people should take with a pinch of salt and just take the lessons from the stories
0: yeah because it's sort of turned into a chinese whispers where it's been misinterpreted
1: yeah. so many times rather than taking it as like every word as gospel just take the lessons from the stories and maybe that in that way society won't just write off religion as if it's a load of crap they would actually read the stories and think okay I, embrace it yeah like this is obviously a story but there's a lesson behind it yeah 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 so there's some teachings in there that could make my life better and make the the people's lives around me better
0: yeah 100 percent. which is yeah heaven on earth in that sense and if you decide you want to murder people and you want to go down what this the sins are like route of life you're going to end up on in hell on earth because you're doing it's a yin and yang, right? Um you keep doing positive things, like sort of positive things will happen. It's not because well, I guess it it's not because the higher power is saying so, it's just because that's the way the Bible, that's the like, what they're saying is that's the way the world's set up. You have
2: to do good things to people around you or else you're gonna be Well, like, so, as far as my thinking has gone with this, is like this is where I'm up to. I'm not really far by it for a while, is. And this is probably where it stopped because I thought it's too unbelievable.
1: So, I, like I just stopped there and I thought, like I can't write off God, but I can't accept that there is a God as well. Um, so my thinking is this knowledge. If
2: it's true, it's come from somewhere. So where has it come from? Has it come from,
1: like, where all the religions are pointing from the sky? Or has it just come from previous ancient civilizations that have lived different lives than what we've actually been taught previously? And this mess these messages have been passed down? I don't know,
2: that's something like just to ponder on, I guess. Yeah, I would like to uh, look
0: into, track, trace back these books like the Bible and the Quran and trace them back to however far, I guess someone's a big question. Right? I
1: think it goes like the, uh, the Jewish book, is it the Torah? Yeah. Yeah, the Torah, then the Bible and the Quran, and the Quran, like, each time, more and more has been added to it. Yeah. Um, And it's for people, certain people throughout
0: the evolution of time, to put their footprint on something which is gospel, they know is going to be gospel, or, I don't think they look, when it was created, I don't think they looked at it being used this far in the future. Um, But it's like the... um,
2: What's it? Um, the amendments, what are they called? The, from
0: well, the first amendment, second amendment, oh, yeah. into, uh, what's it? Bill of rights. That's the UK one. What's the U S one
2: called? That's the U S one. Isn't it? Bill of rights. Uh, oh yeah. Bill of rights. Yeah. So it's like the bill of rights in, or
0: like 4,000 years time is someone going to pick up the Bill of Rights and say this or is this gonna like if it does live on will it live on for someone to pick up and say so someone must have sent this like I need to bear arms like can they point it all to something to something like that to the US Constitution that's it can it be pointed to um a similar sort of thing. It's just a list of rules. That's what the Bible is, a list of rules that someone made way back when. Well, it might have been a governing body at that time to say, look, this is, we need some fucking order in this place. Everything's going crazy. As we were evolving, like we became more of a community as a human species. And then someone who ended up at the top of the game, like I had top control was like, right, we need some sort of fucking order here because everything's going crazy. Let's script up these in rules for everyone to live by because they've gone through so many years of living out in the wild and living free that within themselves, they've found this is the correct way to live. That's more it's how we get order yeah, in society and early stages of society. And that might've just been passed on and on and on and on and evolved and changed and people writing stuff down. And I feel like it's all come from a, rather than from a God, it's come from a, very um what's the right way of saying it like it's an authority the, you can tell someone with authority has written this and if god is what everyone says god is he's not an authority figure he is a man of passion and love and sharing and all that stuff that all these books seem like they're from an authority where they've had con- some sort of control and where i'm saying i'm looking at life as it is today and the people in control people believe in everything they say is gospel. Well, whoever wrote the Bible way back when, yes, they've learned a lot from living out in the wild, but they're still as gospel.
1: One thing that like you mentioned now about authority and one thing that piqued my interest about religion initially was, uh, I came across this video and it's saying that in the Bible, it says that one, that basically talks about the devil and says it works in, um, in deceitful ways and he will choose a, a human to do his like day, wait for him to take over the world. And it got, like the guy was talking about like, Klaus Schwab and the WEF and Klaus Schwab's plans to sort of implement his plans to take over the world. And then you hear about these guys being like, Satan worshippers and things like that. I don't know whether that just comes from Christian Christian propaganda or whether there is something behind it. It's just like I'm just questioning shit, like I'm not it's not like a believer or anything. I just question questioning why would this be in the Bible if it's just a set of rules against population?
2: Hmm.
0: What, what? What? Why would what be in the Bible? The uh... why
1: would it say that the devil wants to choose one person mm. to take? It, the devil will choose one person to try and take over the world. Mm. And basically, <laughs> it's. it's it, I think in the Bible it says that this person will be successful, and God and Jesus or whoever will come and save you. That he'll be your savior. So if we're talking, I know we're
0: just talking. Like, we're brainstorming now. We're not debate over, I guess. But we're just yeah, debate's over, right? Like, well, yeah, so you're saying like, so let's say Klaus Schwab. If there was a devil, he would probably fit the persona uh, quite well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but, but like, you know,
0: so you're saying that, well, he's saying in the Bible, it says God will let, after he's done his devilish duties, God will find him and then turn him to good. Not turn him to good, but will save the population or we'll save the believers. So it might have been that the ba- if the Bible was written by authority led people for rules, and it's been passed on it might have been passed on because let's think that like we flick between like, uh, well we flicked between different like we're in a capitalist society at the moment the next people that got in line might not have been i don't know what sort of ways they were living back then but it might not have let's say they were in a capitalist society then and they thought all the power at the top was very negative the people who wrote the rules were really negative and then the next sort of evolution into the next sort of society they lived in was a bit more balanced and free living. What they learned from the society before they might have put that into the Bible because it's obviously been passed up and up. And as you said, things have been added into it. They might have been writing, reflecting on the community beforehand. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. So the people that made the rules then were the authority figure. And then when the next authority came in, they were writing about the last authority and how negative they were and that's where maybe the devil got introduced a feud right because people don't agree with people that agree with the people that were there before I just, I yeah, 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 yeah. human nature i guess to disagree
1: history is taught by the successes well it's hard to it's hard to comment on the book because believers have read it yeah that's very true so it's hard to say like, i just know like snippets of it from videos i've watched yeah 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 but I've never read it. I it's hard to say what is actually in there. We
0: get a genuine, genuine idea of what's in there. We should probably. We get an
1: idea of what we've been taught, though. Yeah, we um, should. About how other taught taught people. Perceive. To disregard
0: religion. Hmm. We should probably read it, and well, I guess we're reading a somewhat religious book in our book club session. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me see we're reading uh, the sacred mushroom and the cross.
1: Well, they say that the burning bush was, uh, well, there's a theory out there that Moses in a burning bush, when Moses spoke to God, that bush was um had some psychedelic, released some psychedelic chemicals. I can't remember what the bush was called. Um, And that's where he had his like godly experience. All oh, right. Well, what's that in the Bible? It's in the Bible, yeah, but it doesn't say it's a psychedelic book, it says... Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: He sat on fire and he spoke to God. So, I guess, yes, for religion, I would
0: say I I don't believe in God, but I would like
1: to be proven otherwise. We're in a matrix. Then or, uh,
0: god then the guy that's playing the fucking computer game.
1: The guy that set up the uh The algorithm. Yeah, the um Well then Elon Musk Simulation theory, isn't it? <laughs> that's another like theory that it could be. Yeah. Elon Musk might be
0: the guy who coded the world and he's coming to do some maintenance. he's coming, And he's the god to save you from the devil. Yeah, there's a virus on the algorithm, on the
2: there's an, a fucking virus on the software, which is, and then he's come in to do some, yeah, maintenance
0: work and try and get rid of the virus. He couldn't get rid of the virus in the coding.
2: He's had to come in and manually get rid of it. We're going to uh, Amsterdam end of this uh, month, so.
1: Would, uh, do a podcast over episode of us for Get some new theories going.
2: No, but I,
0: I, I like, religion itself, the whole premise of it that interests me like loads. It's interesting because this is. Past civilizations talking to current civilization, past societies talking to today.
2: Yeah. And going back to debate, um, I still <laughs> can't,
1: I can't just write something off that I don't know the answer to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And I might never know the answer to like, that my whole life. But I, I mean, can't. You just write probably
0: it won't know the answer because no one's figured it out. Yeah. We're not, so not
1: the first people, yeah. I'm not willing to write it off, but I'm also not willing to say
2: I'm a believer. Yeah, so... Sit on the fence with it. I think a lot of it as well is that people...
0: I don't know how... Well, as I was growing up like, the way we got brought up with religion was very, uh, sort of half-heartedly, so we never fully went into religion, but we were still exposed to religion so it always kept us kind of on the fence anyway in the way we were brought into it. it was like yeah there's we know like we're being told there's there's god but it's not really much to do with us and then just crack on with our lives but i think um that's definitely the way i felt growing up was yeah uh, i have to believe in god because if i don't when i die then something bad might happen so I think a lot of people still have that in the back of their minds like I have to believe just in case. When I die, they know I'm not I wasn't a believer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I get to the pearly Gates, he's gonna be like, fuck off, mate, you didn't believe in me. Please <laughs> <laughs> turn around. But then there's obviously the stories of you go to hell, which is like a burning you're in a hell for eternity, which is like a burning environment where the devil the stuff to you. <laughs> um. Now, but I think definitely within the book club or even within the podcast itself, we should definitely bring more religious theories into it and read more like a wide range of people's theories that they have on religion and both believers, non-believers, atheists, uh, agnostics, <clears throat> everyone. Yeah. It's one of them things it's a question that can never be answered so
2: yeah, and I think that's why I said as agnostic because it's a question
1: that can never be answered, yeah, because I like what you're saying about
0: ancient civilizations they knew something obviously they know all of them how hieroglyphics and stuff was um that's they knew stuff that we don't know. Because no one can decipher them. Um, but on that, do you know hieroglyphics in the Egyptian time? They're saying that the hieroglyphics was a different society, like a uh, that was more in the future than whoever created, like the uh, pyramids or whoever created. Do you know, like the sphinxes? Because yeah. Someone was saying like that these are fucking, this is art, like, the, the the technologies they must have... I think someone had a Sphinx, sh- right? Sphinx? Sh- Am I saying
2: that right? Sphinx. Someone was saying... There's only one, uh, how many Sphinx are there? There's
1: only one
0: isn't there. Yeah, there's a few things though, isn't there? There's something else. I've just been
2: all them things. I'm never going to find it, I should have... Uh, Well, a Sphinx is a mythical creature. Yeah, but there's um, they created it though, didn't they? It's a
0: cat, basically. They worship cats, didn't they? But yeah, so there's a Sphinx and there's some other things as well. I, I won't know what they're called, but the things that were made way back when, and they were made in great detail and they were like the technology to have created that back then, they had no machinery and stuff to create yeah. this stuff. Must have been so, so far advanced. And then the same like the people that came after and started putting hieroglyphics on everything. They were a different society because if you actually look at hieroglyphics, they're not advanced technology advanced, they wouldn't communicate or write down in this way, the advancements of the society before the the people with hieroglyphics have just put this shit on top of it to try and work out how these lot used to live or whatever, trying to oh, okay, them, yeah. style because they're not hieroglyphics aren't advanced, they're just pictures of things. To help people work out what they're trying to say it's a very uh dumbed down way of communicating
2: yeah I get you the sphinx is mad isn't it? do you want to
0: end it there
1: yeah we'll end it because i'm getting a bit of a migraine right now all
0: right thank you guys <laughs> for listening
1: nice one see
0: you next week see you later